for the innovation and the invention and development of the passivated emitter and rear cell solar photovoltaic technology. The 2023 Queen Elizabeth Prize for Engineering is awarded to Martin Green, Andrew Blakers, Aha Wang, and Jinwa Zhou. Please welcome your laureates. I'm Roma Agrawal, and you're listening to Create the Future from the Queen Elizabeth Prize for Engineering. Each year, the prize is awarded to bold and groundbreaking engineering innovations that are transforming the way we live. And this year's prize was awarded to Martin Green, Andrew Blakers, Jinhua Zhao, and Aiwa Wang for their work in solar cell innovation. Here's Professor Blakers reacting to the win. This has been a very exciting announcement for me. It's been a very surprising two weeks since I learnt that this was to happen. I'm very gratified that the prize has been awarded to four people directly and thousands of people indirectly who are involved in the vast enterprise of solar energy taking over from fossil fuels in order to create a clean and green future. We'll be hearing more about the winning team's solar cell innovations on the next edition of Create the Future. But for this episode, we decided to stay backstage at the awards where the great and the good of UK engineering were gathered. For me, engineering is a hidden enabler of almost everything we take for granted in modern life. It's impossible to maintain the trajectory of human civilization on our planet without engineering. We took the opportunity to ask them some burning engineering questions. Now, I don't know about you, but as an engineer, when I go on holiday, I'm most interested in looking at the structures around me. And so my photos end up being of bricks, of arches, of skyscrapers, of interesting concrete. And this is very irritating to my husband and my daughter who don't end up featuring in our holiday snaps. I wanted to know if other engineers have a similar experience. And so we asked them. How does engineering affect how you see the world around you? Once you know about engineering, it's impossible to see the world without seeing engineering everywhere. Dr. Hayatun Silem, CEO of the Royal Academy of Engineering and the Queen Elizabeth Prize. If you think of everything that happens from the moment you open your eyes when you wake up in the morning and you probably check your smartphone and you might get up and have a shower and you might enjoy having a cup of tea, every single stage of that is enabled by engineers. Engineer Yewande Akinola. Being an engineer has a huge massive impact on how I view the world. So I'm constantly looking to identify what engineers have created and that's pretty much everywhere <laughs> from buildings to transport systems, cars, airplanes. I love the fact that I can view the world through a creative lens and that's what engineering is about, yeah. Professor Andrew Blakers. I was with my son at the eye and this is a effectively cantilevered, enormously uh, heavy structure and it's all supported by a tube down to the ground and six high tensile steel cables and we looked at those cables and we realized that we could look up the breaking strain of steel and estimate the cross-section of those cables and then from that allow a 100 or 200 percent safety margin on top and then work out what the weight of the eye is. 
It really strikes me that engineering and technology have changed so drastically, even in the time that I have been on the planet, which is just under 40 years, to be clear. But if I had to pick one piece of technology that I think has made the greatest impact on our lives, it would probably be the magnet. The reason I would choose the magnet is because of the immense impact it has had on the way we communicate. So if I think about my granddad, just a few decades ago, he was using the telegram to communicate. Then we moved on to the telephone. We had the cathode ray televisions, which also relied on magnetism. And now, of course, thanks to electromagnetic waves, my daughter can just swipe the screen of a smartphone and place a call to her grandma across the planet. So we asked our guests, what's the biggest engineering innovation that you've seen in your lifetime? Well, there's been many in my lifetime because uh, many years in my life have accumulated so far. Professor Martin Green. You know, the internet is, is something and the access to information. So uh, earlier in my career, I used to spend hours up in the library searching for information, whereas now I can do it all in a couple of minutes through the internet. Jez Willis. DJ, producer and member of the band Utah Saints. Without a doubt, what changed our whole career and our, our whole path of music was the invention of the sampler. When it came to our first Utah Saints album, the sampler allowed us to take sounds from anywhere and turn them into instruments, which was just a huge shift for us. I think actually, if we look back at the winners we've had in the Queen Elizabeth Prize so far, they all represent step changes in technology and innovation that have touched our lives. So from obviously the World Wide Web and the internet, or if you think about the drug delivery mechanisms that um, Bob Langer has enabled through his innovative work in chemical engineering and bioengineering, or you think about digital image sensors and the importance that we now attach to digital images. They're everywhere in our lives. Those are just three examples of past winners, and I could literally list all of our previous winners and tell you how they changed our lives. If you think about engineering or hear the word technology, you might start thinking about really big, complex stuff like smartphones or power stations. But actually, all the little stuff around us that's human-made is also engineering. Recently, I've been obsessed with dismantling ballpoint pens because if you actually do that, what you'll find is incredible engineering. So think about the screw, the thread, the spring that allows you to click it up and down, but also the tiny little sphere at the end of your cartridge, which pulls the ink down and allows you to write. And so we wondered what innovations or designs some of our leading engineers are using on a daily basis that are helping them. So in the past couple of months, I have found the innovations in artificial intelligence, particularly natural language processing, very helpful to me. Electrical engineer, Dr. Nikita Hari. But you can see how much it has improved dramatically and drastically. And that clearly shows the lightning speed at which engineering and technology is progressing. Flight system engineer, Christina Pearson Rampiari. Recently, we've kind of integrated kind of smart life into our home. Um, a lot of connections to our lighting and setting timers when we're cooking, just anything that makes life easier at home. Do you know what? I'm a big rail transport person. Honestly, I'm always grateful for 
this mechanism that we have, you know, whether it's the rail tracks or the actual cabs and the engines that allow us just move from one place to another. We can be sat daydreaming, thinking up our next invention as this thing just goes through the countryside. So I'm grateful for rail transport. If you've been listening to this series of Create the Future, you'll know that I've already had some fascinating conversations exploring what engineering can bring to us in the future, whether that's fully sustainable cities or clothes that can monitor our health. There are so many exciting technological advancements coming our way. But what gets me really excited as a structural engineer is what the next material is going to be. Because I often think about the fact that we still use steel, concrete, brick for most of our structures, materials that have been around for thousands, if not tens of thousands of years. So let's hear what future innovations our interviewees are looking forward to. So I'm really excited about the future of space engineering and I've been fortunate to work on lunar exploration. So we're looking at increasing autonomy um, as we go to the moon and also incorporating AI into that. Space engineer Vinita Maraha Madil. And that's really exciting because the International Space Station is 250 miles up um, and then the new Lunar Gateway is a thousand times further out. So we need to develop more autonomous technology to explore the solar system in the future, but also to bring that technology back to Earth. I mean, I'm excited about hydrogen power planes, but also how kind of the infrastructure of airports might need to change because of that and kind of how that resonates across the whole aviation industry and kind of electrification of aircraft as well. I'm really excited to see where that goes. I think one of the areas where we are seeing more rapid innovation is around sustainability. And so I'm very excited to see how some of the engineering innovation that's emerged can actually be commercialised and applied at global scale. If I think about the future of the engineering industry, I mean, things do need to change. I can't say that the industry is perfect as it is. And one thing I often consider is that I wish engineers were better at drawing, sketching, painting, at making sculptures and so on. Now, this might seem a bit of a trivial point, but actually the more serious point I'm trying to make is about creativity. You know, creativity is really intrinsic and important to engineering. And so we also asked our interviewees how they think our industry needs to evolve. I think the industry needs to be more visible and and so the people in the industry need to put themselves out there. Engineers are, we're typically just, you know, we're doers, right? We just want to, you know, crack on with it and do what we need to do. And actually, you know, I, I think we need to kind of immerse ourselves in the public view as well and just start to help people make the direct relation between creativity, engineering and social impact. So the future is going to be very volatile and whether it is engineering a civilization on Mars or finding a cure for the next pandemic, engineers need to be able to rise up to these complicated problems. So I believe that engineers need to have not just a technical knowledge but also the non-technical understanding of the ethics, emotions and economics of our world. I'd like to see engineers gain more technological skills. We're seeing a change now where kind of AI is having more of an impact on things. So engineers need to be adaptable for the change that's coming and and what AI and and things like that are going to change about our job roles. 
the way we need to solve these really hard problems that we have today is by also um, increasing the diversity of engineers and also making sure we have both racial and also socioeconomic diversity uh, and gender diversity in our engineers of the future. We have recognised that it's very important if engineers are truly going to serve society that they also better reflect society and we need to have the kind of culture in engineering where you can draw on the full benefit of that diversity of thought and experience and perspective. You've been listening to Create the Future, backstage at the Queen Elizabeth Prize for Engineering, a prize which this year was awarded to Martin Green, Andrew Blakers, Jinhua Zhao and Aiwa Wang for their work in solar cell innovation. For our next episode, I'll be sitting down with a member of that winning team, Professor Blakers, for a deep dive into his solar cell innovations and to discuss what it will take to make our energy systems renewable. Global warming is one of the top problems facing humanity, but the message is we've got virtually everything we need to do the job. We do not need to wait. That conversation will be on your podcast feeds this time next week. This episode was produced by Jude Shapiro for Peanut and Crumb with music from Maya Miller-Lewis. To find out more, follow QE Prize on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. <laughs>